0: hello everyone and welcome to a special episode of hymology a show about psalms hymns spiritual songs and everything in between i'm your host sawyer if you have been in the hymn world for any amount of time you have probably taken the time to hear a hymn you like go into google type in the song that you want and have this list of responses and usually you're going to have quite a lot of results but you're always going to find somewhere at the top of the list a website called hymnary.org and if you click on that what you'll see is a plethora of information about the one song that you want to listen to. You may see the story behind the song, the person who wrote the song, the music behind the song, But you'll also find information about it such as scanned copies of old hymnals um, that people have uploaded to the site. You'll find all sorts of information about the background of this song. So who is behind this outstanding resource? Well today we're going to meet that man. And that man is Harry Plantinga. Harry Plantinga is my guest today, and he is a professor at Calvin University, but he is also the founder of hymnary.org. We're going to talk to Harry today about the background of hymnary, kind of how it got started. We're going to talk about how you can use hymnary, maybe even as a worship leader, a music director, or but also as someone who could be using hymnary as a devotional source. And then we're also going to see the future of Hymnery and some new projects that Harry and his team have going on over at Hymnery. So I t- hope you take the time to watch this interview and take advantage of this great resource. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hymnology. Thank you so much for joining me. Today on the show, I have an exciting guest, and he is Harry Plantinga of Himnery.com. Harry, thank you so much for speaking with me today.
1: Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. So if anybody has been in, you know, interested in hymns, in the hymn world, if you're a worship leader or maybe you use hymns for your devotion, you've probably come across um, hymnry.com with just a simple um, Google search. Well, there is more to that than just the website. There, there is a ministry behind this and a history behind this. And um, I thought it would be interesting to kind of see what, what that background is. Um, So, Harry, if you wouldn't mind just kind of sharing a little bit about who you are.
1: Sure. Um, Yeah. I am a professor of computer science at Calvin University.
0: Okay.
1: I've been here 20 years or so. Um, Yeah, I I taught computer science at the University of Pittsburgh, and then at Wheaton College in Illinois, and now at Calvin University, and uh, currently I spend about half my time Teaching, and half my time uh, directing hymnry.org and other related
0: projects. Okay, so that is that is a unique background because usually most people that we you know that, that we have here and speak with um, are either in the singer songwriter background or they're in the worship pastor background, but uh, computer sciences is usually not the uh, the background uh-huh. that we have. So, uh, ha- kind of what was that trail like? So you're 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 in computer sciences and then. What sparked the idea of, of hymnery?
1: Yeah, um, well, it, uh, the story really starts in Pittsburgh when I taught okay. at the University of Pittsburgh.
0: Okay.
1: And um, after a health crisis with my children, um, I found a copy of a book called The Internet of Christ. On, okay. Well, the web didn't really exist yet then, but it was on a, a gopher site. And that okay. was useful for me, and um, and then I, I read that and I scanned a copy of it and I put it on um, another gopher site. And at, at about that time, a grad student came into my office and said, uh, "You got to try this cool thing out. Uh, it's a program. It's called Mosaic." Okay. And me, I don't know if you remember Mosaic, but
0: this what, was what year 16- was
1: this? 19- yeah, this was in 1993. And, okay. and he said, yeah, you I
0: definitely don't remember it from 93. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said, You can view um, documents, web pages from other servers. And there's like 50 servers in the world and there's yeah. pictures. So this was a big, a big deal back then. And that's why I started a website in 1993, probably one of the first thousand websites or so called yeah. Christian Classics Ethereal Library. Okay. And uh, yeah, it had classic Christian books, and I spent an hour a day scanning one, putting it on there, and uh, it grew. Still around today. Um, gets I don't know, hundred thousand visitors a month or something. Yeah. Uh, and it had over the years I added <clears throat> hymnals, right, as well as other kinds of books. So these would be like the hymns of Charles Wesley or something. Um,
0: okay. So before the before the hymnals, what what was the main content on the site?
1: Yeah, so it's books like Augustine's Confessions and okay. the Imitation of Christ and the early church fathers and
0: okay.
1: sort of classics of the of the faith.
0: Okay, so to, I guess to kind of put it in a in a millennial perspective, it was kind of like your original uh, Amazon books, kind of Amazon free bookstore for. Uh, yeah. Kind of like the first dealer. digital
1: yeah. library on the internet.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I, I didn't know that, I, I, you know, kind of my situation. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a worship pastor and, and I use it for, um, for the hymns, for the background of the hymns and, and for the, for the podcast. I use it for that as well. Um, but yeah, I didn't know it went back to the early days of the internet. So that's. Uh, that's yeah. Well,
1: hymnry.org got a slightly later start. It was kind okay. of an off Okay. So I had, as I said, three or four dozen um, classic hymnals,
0: okay.
1: uh, Southern Harmony, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Okay. So you were uploading those um, on your own. That was kind of like a, a, a personal website that you had, kind of browser that you had.
1: Yeah, kind of like okay. that, like an like a avocation, spend an hour a day, that kind of thing.
0: Um, okay. And, you know, I know that that... You know, you can kind of rattle that off like it just happened in 93 and it's not, you know, it, it, it happened and then it moved on to what it is now. But, you know, I, I kind of look at that as it's just the continuation of, of Christian publication throughout church history. You know, it's just a it's it's just a continuation of, of God's guidance in that. And then that's that's a cool thing to see. You know, when we will look back and say, well, this is where the Internet started. And right after that, we you know, believers were still um in the business of, of getting the good news out through however we could. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so what, what was the need that you found? So you you found this kind of source, this, this platform to use, um, what was the need that you saw, um, in uploading these, these hymns and hymnals and, and resources?
1: Uh, I mean, I, the, the sort of the overall motivation is serve the church, make, yeah. make these classics available, make them, you know, it was, there was a day you may not remember this, but there was a day when it was hard to find some of these things. Um, yeah. you have to actually go to a library, maybe drive yeah. across the country. Um, yeah. So, so making these things available to, to millions of people, it was, okay. it was a very new, a, a new and very cool idea that you could find these things on the web back in the yeah. day.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what is your um what is your your church background? Um you know we, so you're you're professionally you're in computer sciences but as far as your 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 faith kind of what does that look like? Yeah,
1: I'm um uh, well, I'm I teach at Calvin University, right. which is owned by the Christian Reformed Church. Okay. I'm a member yeah. of the Christian Reformed Church. That's reformed, kind of along the lines of Presbyterian. Um, okay. I come from a long la- line of Christians um, my father was a Christian philosopher uh, you know I have another uncle who was a seminary professor and so on but um, okay.
0: okay all right well let's let's talk about this so we we kind of the background your background and the in the website's background and um now you know kind of like I said whenever I use hymnary it's usually I'm sitting there planning a service. Um, there's a hymn that I want to bring up um, I, at my church. We're, we're blended, so we do contemporary and and traditional or hymns, um, and so I'll use a lot of the the backgrounds of the hymns that you know that that are that are uploaded. Um, so, how can churches or worship leaders or pastors really use this website to to help them in their ministry? Yeah, well, so when we took all the
1: hymnals from this digital library and made hymnry, the the idea was that we wanted to serve the needs of three kinds of users. Uh, Hymnologists, people doing research of some sort, Mm -hmm. worship planners, worship leaders, and the general public interested in hymns and for devotional purposes or curiosity or whatever. Um, But thinking of those Uh, worship leaders, worship planners were kind of the largest group of users. And so they had maybe a larger mind share when we put the site together. But what we decided to do was to gather as much information as we could about key, about hymns, um, and even prepare some information. So you'll find page scans, you'll find scores, things that we've written about the background or uh, history of the, the hymn, how it can be used in worship. Um, you'll find mm. versions from different hymnals. So you can find uh, textual variations that you might be interested in. Um, and so, so we tried to make a long, thorough page of lots of information about hymns. Uh, and some of it is of interest more to hymnologists than worship leaders, like... Yes. Uh, how it's been used historically, how popular it was historically, what hymnals it's included in. Um,
0: and yeah. And, and that has definitely helped, helped me in, in doing that and finding those kind of stories that are honestly really hard to find, you know, I mean, you can go to, you know, Wikipedia and, and look for that kind of thing, but, you know, to really know you're getting a trusted source is, is helpful. Um, and, and I know for a fact that it definitely helps, helps worship pastors and, and, and all the like. And, so how, how would um, maybe someone use it for maybe their devotional time? You know, how would um, someone who's maybe not into vocational ministry, how, how could they use that?
1: Well, we find a lot of people, I mean, the way a lot of people find the site is they're looking something up. They remember okay. a song from their youth. There's a song that a grandparent Wants to use at their funeral and they can't find the source, but Google searches bring people there. Um, yeah. We actually have uh, been working on a new capability that might be useful for worship, uh, for people interested in sort of devotional uses, right. and for home churches and for um, churches that don't have musicians. And if you go back just to where you were on the screen just before.
0: Okay.
1: Click on that flex present. uh, Right here? uh, No, to the left, left side of the screen. Uh, A little bit to the right. (laughs) I'll get there, sorry about that. Yep, okay. Yeah, click on that. So if you want to, you can press the play button down there. Okay. And I don't know if you're hearing anything. I'm not, Yeah, but yeah,
0: we're getting it through.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you, this is a new capability that lets you listen to a song as you read the words. Um, We're going to, we have some uh, human performances included. You can link a YouTube video. So you could use that for personal worship.
0: Yeah. I I didn't even know we could do that. And that's definitely helpful because, you know, for me, Person, I- I'm not a great sight reader, and you know, and so I don't always know exactly. Especially kind of an obscure hymn that I like the lyrics for. Um, it would be great to know the uh, the actual tune, so yeah, uh, there you go. without having to go to YouTube, and you never really know what you're going to find. Um, that's that's definitely helpful, um, especially for those who might use like like a book of common prayer. Um, somebody who uses like that, I could see that definitely being being helpful. And now one one feature, you also have my MyHymnery, is that right? Yes. So what is that? What exactly is that?
1: So after Hymnery had been around for about 10 years and we'd gone through the entire 10-year plan and implemented everything or tested everything and decided it really wasn't a good idea in the first place, we needed a new 10-year plan. This was about four years ago. And so I did some research into how people use hymns, how they present them, um, Uh what kinds of support we could provide, you know, being located in a computer science department, we've got technical skills that aren't very common among music publishers. Um, Yeah. So what can we do? So, and and we were also addressing feedback that we've received that, you know, some people say there's too much there. It's, I find it hard to find what I'm looking for. Right. Yeah. Um, And we also wanted to address some additional questions like uh, what can we do with contemporary music? Um, can we, you know, what about things that are copyrighted? Can we have copyrighted right. things and license them? So a whole bunch of issues that we wanted to focus on and focus on the needs of worship leaders. And yeah. so that all came together in what we're calling my hymnry, okay. which is going to be focused on the needs of worship planners. It's going to have, Lyrics and scores, lyrics, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, chord sheets or l- scores for everything. Um, okay. some recordings, it's going to, um, help you plan services by suggesting songs.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, that would definitely be helpful. And, and, you know, I, I guess I didn't realize that's quite, I, I had the uh, the idea that it was just, you know, kind of your account, but, um, that's definitely helpful. So really it's just, I mean, it's really a, a worship planning resource, um,
1: and, w- and one more key thing is that it's also a publishing platform. So if there's okay. a group like, say, the Liturgy Fellowship Facebook group with people who um, plan worship services and yeah. share music with each other, it will enable them to create a website for themselves where they can
0: okay.
1: um, upload music, share music, publish their own yeah. music. That kind of
0: thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the Liturgy, liturgy um fellowship but yeah that would be yeah that's good i I know whenever i ask questions on there a lot a lot usually you guys are linked to uh to the to the question that i that i have for worship planning so that's good to know yeah we're working on a website for you guys okay cool well cool we're looking forward to it on the my henry platform yeah okay yeah cool um so just kind of away from the website um you mentioned contemporary music um kind of how far along do you go with contemporary music in the website? Like if, you know, somebody, let's say we have a song that came out, you know, five years ago and more, more of a CCLI kind of deal. Um, can that be found on your website with resources to it? On hymnary or on my yeah. hymnary? On hymnary.
1: Yeah. So hymnary indexes hymnals.
0: Okay. So it's
1: strictly, if it's so in a So You hymnals, will find contemporary music if it's included in a published
0: hymnal. Okay, so like for example, the one I'm thinking of, like a like a hymnal, you know, I think a newer hymnal would be um, Hymns of Grace. The um, the Master Seminary would that be would that be in in that library?
1: If we have that indexed, I I don't know off the top of my head if we do, but
0: yeah, and um, and you know the only thing I think is is hymnals with newer um, songs, and then um, those are those are hard to find too. You know, just just like the really really old ones are, <laughs> so are so are the brand new ones. Right.
1: So, I mean, that's that's kind of the way hymnals work. They get published several, you know, they spend years selecting songs and then they're published and then they're used Mm -hmm. years later. Right. So usually when you use a printed collection of songs, nothing's going to be there. That's very new. But um, my Henry will address that that problem better because it will let people upload songs and share them sort of instantly without waiting for them to be published in a hymnal.
0: Okay. What is, what would you say is probably your oldest um, hymnal in the library?
1: I think we have 17 of them from the 17, yeah, before we, before this was a country, something like that. Okay.
0: You know. Okay. All right. And probably the newest one would be when?
1: Uh, well, we're, we continue to index new hymnals as they're published. New,
0: okay. I got you. Okay. Well, Uh, we kind of already talked about things that are that are new Um, but outside of outside of henry in my henry is there another platform that that you use kind of in the same way
1: well uh, we uh have a couple of other projects that we work on as a group i mean i have i work at calvin university i have about maybe a dozen people that work with me on this project okay funded by a grant from the Calvin Institute of Christian Worship. And in addition to hymnary and my hymnary, there's the digital library I mentioned, Christian Classics Ethereal Library. Okay. And there is a website called preachingandworship.org, which is his name. But yeah, we do those projects and a couple of other ones.
0: Okay. And and just to kind of wrap things up, I, I tend to ask everybody this question, but especially if they are heavy into the hymn world, Um, But the the question is simply, um, why hymns in the traditional sense that we think of them? Why why do you devote so much time to
1: hymns?
0: (laughs) Well, uh,
1: for me, I've really come to realize in a deeper way how important singing is in worship. Um, Yeah. When we worship God, just listening doesn't do it for me. I mean, yeah. you have to participate in worship somehow. Right. And that can be through readings or something like that, but it, it's it for me most effective through singing. And um so I love I love to sing. I've been in my tradition we sing all the songs in four-part harmony, uh, usually okay. with with uh, scores, four-part scores that yeah. most people read. I know that's not universal, but um, yeah, an important part of worship for me. Okay,
0: completely agree. All right. Well, Harry, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for your time. Um, I'm looking forward to um, everyone using this resource if they're not yet, and then also to take advantage of my Henry. I think that can be definitely a useful resource for for many people kind of in this in this world, but thank you so much. I appreciate you joining me. All right. Thank you. Nice to talk about. Well, I had a great time just listening to all that Harry had to say and hearing his background and and the foundation of this great resource of hymnory.org. If you have the time and you have a song you want to listen to, a topic you want to look up, maybe a a hymn writer that you want to learn more about, be sure to use hymnory.org to do that. And as always, I thank you again for watching Hymnology.